the cool thing for for those who are DIY, who are on like a super tight budget, Shogun gives you that ability to, you know, to uh, do it yourself. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we are dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I'm your host, Annette Grant. And we believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you are struggling to scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. And let's get on with the show. On today's episode of Honest E-Commerce, we talked to Nick Rochenbush from Shogun about the power of building a mobile-first website. Hey, everybody. This is Chase Clymer with my co-host, Annette Grant, coming to you with another episode of Honest E-Commerce. Today's guest is a good friend of mine. Met him three or four times now, Nick Rauschenbusch from Shogun. We caught him after a quite a bit of travel. I'm surprised we got him on the show. Are you jet-lagged by any chance? No. So, uh, first of all, glad to be glad to be on the show. Second of all, surprisingly not. Well, I guess yeah, yes and no. I've been you know taking advantage of my jet lag to be like a super early bird um, this week. Shogun now we're we're like over twenty five team members, um, and it's a fully remote team. So we span uh, nine different time zones. And that means that uh, that getting if I'm in Pacific time, getting up earlier is better. So being jet lagged uh, gave me gave me an advantage there, getting up at like four or five a.m. for for some of our team meetings. Yeah, I'm a I'm not an early riser, so anytime I'm on the West Coast, I feel like way more productive. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Usually, I am I am also like a night owl, but I um coming back from Asia, I always get you know it kind of flips, and then I yeah I feel super productive. I feel yeah, like a productive member of society. Whereas when I'm staying up until like 3 a.m. working and then sleeping in until you know 11, I'm like, oh gosh, it brings me yeah. to like college days. <laughs> in a in a previous life, I lived above a var, so I like couldn't go to bed early. I was always up until three in the morning. Um, uh, but now yeah. I live in the burbs, and it's great. Um, nice. <laughs> cool. So, like you said, Nick is the co-founder of Shogun. It's a really easy to use page builder for Shopify. Uh, you guys have branched out to big commerce as well. Is that right? We are on big commerce as well and expanding to more platforms in 2019. So excited, excited for that. And then before Shogun, uh, you worked at a creative agency, didn't you? Yeah, I actually started a creative agency called Glass Marker when I was uh, 25. So, uh, so ran that company for about um, about three or four years. They're still alive and well. They uh, they make our awesome videos now. Yeah. So, how was the transition from going from a creative agency to now a product based company? How was that? Yeah, it was to be honest, like it was a steep learning curve, you know. Kind of right as I was leaving Glass and Marker, uh, the you know finally like the fruits of our hard work were were coming to fruition. Um, you know, we were finally starting to hit like multi million dollar run rate. And for whatever reason, I was just like, I want to try to do tech. I want to try to do software. Uh, very very San Francisco of me. And um, I think yeah, that's just really- the the entre- entrepreneurial spirit. You know, you're like, you know what, I. I did this. Let me try it. What's another challenge? Yeah, I guess like for me at the time, I wanted to take more risk or I thought I wanted to take more risk. And the the funny thing was, is I left my agency and started working on Shogun. And Shogun had a completely different purpose at that point. It was a page builder for Rails. 
And we worked on it super hard for about six months. The last thing we did, we were about to give up. We integrated with Shopify and then we actually gave up. So like Shop of the, but the integration still existed. And over the course of the next like year and a half, we picked up like a thousand users and got it, you know, um, well, less than a thousand users, probably like maybe around 500 or so. And we started to make around like $20,000 monthly recurring revenue, which was enough for me and my business partner to, you know, start hiring some other folks and paying ourselves very meager salaries. And, um, you know, if you fast forward a year, we were finishing up, you know, this tech accelerator called Y Combinator, hadn't raised any money to date, but we're doing 85000 a month in monthly recurring revenue. So at that point, we were doing already a million dollars in annual recurring revenue. Um, and that was April of that was April of this past year of 2018. And we've we've actually grown quite quite a bit since then. Um, we've we've multiplied by a couple of times. So so yeah, um, it ended up working out. But at the time there was a year where I basically thought that leaving my agency and trying to do this thing like I was just a complete failure. Have you um, uh, have you read Think and Grow Rich? No, I haven't. It's a good one. Uh, it, but there's a story in there that is so funny and similar. And I think it's like, I don't know, it has a bunch of topics. It's a lot about like mentally, like you have to prepare yourself for like taking on business challenges and whatnot. So there's this, this allegory in there about this guy. Actually, I, don't, I think it was a real story, actually. This guy owned a gold mine. And like they got all the equipment, it was a bunch of investment, and they went down there and it wasn't there wasn't gold. Like they spent all this money on this stuff and there wasn't gold down there for them to get. Like I think they got like a, a little bit of stuff, but then like the mine pooped out. Uh guy went bankrupt, he sold the company uh to some scrapper and he like went back to New York and he was like, Oh, that sucked. Scrapper then had like a surveyor come out and the guy was actually like Two meters away from where like the real gold was, and so that mine started producing so much gold. Damn, yeah. So anytime you're, you know, I, I guess to bring this to the topic of the conversation here for our store owners, if you think it's rough, just keep doing it. Your riches are right around the corner, I guess. Put a positive spin on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was the biggest lesson that I when we were when we were working on Shogun. Uh, a, you know, a friend of mine who's been very very successful. Um, you know, he sold a company for over a billion dollars. He just kept saying to us, he was like, I think you should just keep working on it. I think you should just keep working on it. And at the time, I thought that was just like such generic advice. I was just like, what, what kind of advice is that, man? And he was, um, you know, he was totally right. Like, you know, we just needed to keep working on it and get more users and talk to our, you know, our clients, our users, and figure out what they wanted and build that. And so I think that it's the it's the same thing for folks who are working in e-commerce. If you just persist and you just keep trying and you find a product um, or a service offering that people love, you know you're you're going to be successful. So yeah, yeah, I I 100% agree with you there. So uh, let's kind of pivot the conversation to your realm, your expertise over there at Shogun. Let's start talking about mobile versus desktop. Yeah, totally. So, um, pay, you know, page design, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and it's mostly because, you know, right now our software is being, um, going through like a massive overhaul, right? Now I think it's like over 25% of our clients now should be seeing the new dashboard. Um, and, uh, with the analytics suite and all that. But, um, you know, we're, we're releasing analytics and A-B testing and we're turning towards the, um, towards the editor for, uh, for like Q1 of next year. And the big conversation that we're having is, should we make 
the editing experience in Shogun mobile first, right? Instead of, as most people who have experience with website builders, um, you know, usually you hop into website builder, you see the, the desktop first, right? And you design for desktop. And then you kind of make sure that your desktop design is, um, is mobile responsive. But now, and what was it? You know, I think uh, Shopify reported that like, was it 66% of sales on Black Friday were mobile? Yep. I'm pr- I, think, I think that was it. Yeah. Um, you know, something crazy. So now we're, we're wondering, are, do we have it backwards? Should we actually be setting up the Shogun, you know, page editor, page builder to be mobile first and then desktop to be the, you know, to kind of be uh, the, not the afterthought, but the, you know, the secondary screen, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so that's kind of that, you know, that's what the the prompt is for, for this conversation. And I guess what I can talk about is like some of the things that I view um, as being really important for taking a, uh, a mobile first uh, strategy. Yeah, I mean, with every website nowadays, like it's, they're all responsive. But mobile is definitely like an afterthought, and it like kind of just responds like shittily, if you know, to put a word on <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's designed desktop first, and then like it's made mobile, and that's like the worst way to actually approach it. Like you need to approach it from like a mobile perspective. Like if I was on my phone and I like needed to go through the whole checkout experience on a website, it should be as seamless as it would be on desktop. And a lot of people totally. A lot of people aren't. Doing that, they're not even like checking out on their phone or on a tablet just to to see what how that experience is, and it's usually like ten times more difficult to check out on mobile if people aren't actively getting in there and and you know doing these test purchases and seeing what the friction points are. Absolutely, and and that was actually one of like I've you know I've got like a handful of uh, handful of tips here, and that was one of them, which is like to make checkout a breeze, right? You know, you you really want to make sure. That the checkout experience is seamless, and so you know you've got technology that you can leverage, like digital wallets, right, um, to uh, to make that experience uh, just a couple of taps. That's really what you're going for. And as you're you know as you're you're building your your site or as you're working with your you know your agency to build your site, you want to make sure that you're just going over that user flow again and again and again. Um, specific to mobile screen sizes and making sure that it's immaculate. And what we use at Shogun, you know, when we're testing to see how our software um, is performing and how our software's pages are performing across various browser sizes, across various sc- or browsers, across various screen sizes, you know, if you want to go heavy duty with it, we use something uh, called Browser Stack, um, which uh, which you can use. You know that's that's kind of probably on the on the higher end. If you're you know if you're bootstrapping, if you're doing this yourself, I just recommend you know obviously using you know going through the flow on your phone, uh, your you know your partner's phone, your kid's phone, uh, your tablet. You know, get as many devices as you possibly can and test your site and do it from uh, from landing page all the way through checkout to make sure that the experience is seamless. This has been a uh, repeat topic on the podcast is like test your site, get other people to test your site. You, the insights you get out of it are insane. Yep, totally. And for you know, for larger companies, you know, there's like there's lots of ways to do that, right? Like you know, again with Shogun, we use more 
we watch people use our software, right? We do we do uh, um, screen recordings. Uh, we use a software uh, called Full Story for that. There's another one. I think Crazy Egg does a Hot Jar. Hot Jar um, mm-hmm. does it as well. Big fan of Hot Jar. Um, yeah, you know, so so what you know, watching those sessions, even you know, if you're again, if this is probably for a little bit for the bigger companies, but using services like UserTesting.com, right? Um, or lookback.io and getting people to test over and over again and provide you that feedback. And you can watch uh, the recorded sessions of them using uh, your uh, your e-commerce site and also like commenting on it as they're using it to explain things that they find confusing or that aren't working for them or their frustrations is like really, really valuable insight. And um, some of this stuff, you know, you can you can do with a, a smaller budget. You don't need to be a massive enterprise company. And again, if you're DIYing, you know, grab your friends, grab your family members, uh, pool your devices together, and uh, and you know, hold a session that way. Absolutely. So, obviously, everyone's dream is to become that big company. You know, to hit that gold mine, as you would. Uh, but a lot of our listeners are are you know just starting out, and they're they're getting their first sales, and they're they're on that transition from it being a side hustle to be, being just something that they can sustain themselves with. Uh, what would you say like any tips or methods uh, you know, for conversion rate optimization for those, those smaller, younger stores? What should they keep in mind when they're, they're building out you know, their websites? Yeah, the basics. I'll just go over the basics. Like, so number one, make it quick. Whether it's desktop or mobile, like your, your site needs to load really, really fast. Um, because if it doesn't, like the bounce rate is absolutely insane. Um, you know, a two second delay in web page load time can increase bounce rates by like as much as like a hundred over a hundred percent. So you really, really want your site to be running fast. And to test that, you can use tools like Think with Google um, or Pingdom. Uh, you can you can use those to actually assess your site speed. Are those and, free, Nick? Sorry, just want to. Are both of those free? Let me, let me check out real. Let me check that out real quick. Um, I'm pretty sure Think with Google is free. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kingdom might have paid. It might have a free version and paid versions. Okay. I think they're both free, and I think I wrote a blog on it quite okay. a while back. And, and, and we'll put our, it in our, our show notes for sure. Yeah. But I didn't know off at the top of your head. Uh, the one thing I do want to point out about that about load speeds and stuff. Uh, a lot of our listeners are probably on Shopify or thinking about Shopify. Yeah. Shopify does help tremendously there with their built-in CDN um, yeah. and their compression and stuff like that, but. A lot of people think that Shopify is taking care of that. I don't need to worry about anything, which is absolutely false. They'll upload giant images that yep. aren't web like web ready, and that right there is what's killing their conversion rate. Like your huge banner image that's three megabytes is costing you money. Yeah. So, so yeah, a, a couple things there. You're you're absolutely right. Like shot, you know, shot, being having the pages being served up by Shopify CDN. And by the way, shameless plug for Shogun. You build the pages on Shogun, and then they are actually ser- hosted and served up by Shopify and served up via Shopify CDN. Sometimes people wonder whether, like, where it's our CDN that's uh, you know that's serving. Will Shogun um, optimize? Is that part of your platform? So, good, so we automatically will like um, uh, serve the images at a, comp- at a compressed version. If you, the only way to actually make the images much larger. Is to go and uh, you know go for like the higher plans and then manually override that. But yeah, uh, we we don't do automatic optimization for page size. But what we do is we provide helpful like warnings 
when you're hitting Shopify's, like we don't allow you to exceed Shopify's page size limit, right? So if you're trying to build a massive, massive page that you wouldn't be able to serve up, that Shopify wouldn't serve, and you know, in their builder, you can't you can't serve that from Shogun. Like we'll just we'll tell you the page is too big. Gotcha. And tool, tools that I know that are like good for like image compression, you can use like compressor.io, um, I think is a, is a pretty good tool for that. Um, but yeah, just uh, just knowing, you know, keeping in mind, keep, make sure that you're not trying to use massive images. Okay. So yeah. Next on your conversion rate optimization tips, I'm sure you have a slew of them. Yeah, for sure. Keep it simple. Uh, there's a lot of times where people like make really, really cluttered uh, landing pages, blog, whatever, you know, where they're just like, oh, they get so excited about their website. They're like, oh, I want to stuff a bunch of information and a bunch of pictures and a bunch of products on this page. And I just want to get, you know, have, have all the good stuff on this page. And actually, um, that can be really, really distracting uh, for, um, for visitors. So you want to try to stick with, you know, functional, minimal design for the most part, right? And and part of that is making sure that when you get you know when you're building a page that you're trying to focus on like one maybe two you know what we call CTAs calls to action. If you've got like four you know four or five calls to action on a page, like where is the user supposed to focus? You know. Yeah. And now that call to action, you're saying it should be like the calls to action should be one specific message, correct? Yes. So I would be you you're like either you're trying to drive people into a product purchase flow, um, or or you're trying to collect their email address, um, or you're trying to get them to browse you know browse collections, um, or you're trying to get them to view a you know a set of products, but you're not trying to get them to do all of those things at the same time. Support for our podcast comes from our friends at Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your e-commerce store. It works with your existing email and chat platforms, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler's network of on-demand, US-based Simpler specialists are standing by to answer your customers' most common questions. Set it up for free today and then turn it on or off depending on your customer volume. You only pay $2.25 for every resolution. No hidden fees, contracts, or minimums. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat around the clock with Simpler Specialist. Start your free 7-day trial at simpler.ai slash honest. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I slash honest. The way I describe how to build like a really good landing page to people that aren't really familiar with like the logic behind it is like, imagine you have a bucket of water and there's one hole in it. The water is going to go out that hole. But if you have a bucket of water and there's 10 holes, the water is going to go in 10 different directions. Now, replace the water with your website traffic and the holes as your call to actions. Brilliant. Yep, exactly. That is a fantastic analogy. So you really want to direct... Um, you really want to direct that traffic. You really want to direct it with that CTA. And so, you know, speaking speaking of which, um, another thing is um, when you're building landing pages, consider removing uh, your your header. Usually, I just leave the footer because it's nice to have the site navigation down there in case people really you know want to try to navigate. But sometimes when you're when you're building landing pages, whether for mobile or for desktop, with the intent of doing a sale, the the header with the nav 
can provide just more of a um, more of a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, people are split thought about this personally, especially for mobile. I think that like very robust headers that have a whole bunch of menu options. That's kind of a messier experience on mobile. And I, I think that people should lean heavier on search um, in their designs for, especially for mobile. Yeah, smart search yeah. is like the smartest thing you can do for your store in 2018, 2019, doesn't matter. If you don't have like auto correct and like autofill and suggested search built in with your store, that's leaving money on the table, especially now that, you know, probably anyone listening to this, their traffic is 75% mobile first. Yep, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, th- those would be some of my main tips. I mean, the, the the other stuff that just are like the real, you know, the real, real basics are, um, you know, make sure that you offer free shipping. It's 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 2018. It's almost 2019. Everyone expects free shipping. Uh, if uh, it, it, you know, it can be something that I actually debated. You know, if you want to use it as like, hey, spend this amount and to reach unlock free shipping, do that. But generally, you should be following a strategy that like bundles the cost of shipping into your, you know, into the price that you're showing the user, so that they don't, you know, kind of bulk at like, oh gosh, I'm buying the item, but then I'm going to have this shipping charge. Another one is uh, make sure that your contact information is is on the site, or there's a way for uh, the uh, the visitor to get in touch with you. You know, especially for a lot of you mentioned, a lot of your audience are like um, uh, aspiring. And like DIY, right? They're they're up and coming stores, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, if you're a really, you know, big, you know, big store like some of Shogun's biggest client, like Lisa Mattresses or Movement, you know, Movement Watches or Guyam, um, or like Chubby Shorts, people people just know those brands. So when they're shopping on those sites, they don't really worry about like, oh, if it doesn't work out with like, you know, my shipment or if I don't like my product, am I going to be able to actually get in touch with somebody? Who's going to you know help me process a refund or you know help me do an exchange? Um, you want to make sure that you're you know as a smaller as a smaller shop are making yourself like accessible. So make it really clear that they can get into contact with you, whether that's through a page, whether that's through a live chat widget, whether that's through like you know forms. You know I'll leave that to you, but um, but you know yeah, make make sure that they they have a way to contact you. Absolutely, I can't I can't agree with that anymore. Yeah. So let's uh, let's pivot it. Let's flip the script. Let's talk about Shogun. It's real cool. I've used it on a few sites. So let's plug your let's plug your company. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, so I'm a Shopify store owner. Why should I use your app? Yeah. Absolutely. So Shogun is a really powerful page builder and content management system um, for all of your you know pages that you've got on Shopify. So landing pages, homepage, blog pages, collection pages, product pages. And it's a very robust builder. It means that without writing code, um, you can build, uh, you know, build web pages. We've got a library of elements uh, that include, you know, images, video elements, Instagram, social share, accordions, tabs, sliders. You get the idea. You know, whole whole bunch of them, um, as well as all of your product components uh, that are, you know, updated dynamically from uh, from Shopify when you're, you know, when you're building these pages. And I think that it's really useful. For you know everyone to to have a system that does not require going in and digging into the liquid um, or the HTML or CSS um, to uh, to make edits to their site, and you know your options on Shopify otherwise are to use themes, which 
themes are awesome. And some of your theme pages, you might say, this is perfect. Um, but, you know, other, you know, if you use just the, the theme pages for everything, your site might end up looking like a lot of other people's websites. Um, so maybe you want to have the ability to make something custom to differentiate your website. And that's where, where Shogun's really useful. So um, yeah. does Shogun replace a custom theme? Or can you, would you use both? You would use both. Okay. So Shogun is going to pull in the theme's header and footer. Okay. Um, and it's also, you know, you can use your existing product page layout and then edit portions of it. Um, it'll pull in your existing collections page layout and then you can edit portions of it. Or you can just do blank canvas um, for, uh, you know, for, for landing pages and blog pages and product pages and, you know, make whatever kind of layout you'd like. Okay. And... So yeah, so we've been, we've been this really powerful page builder. You know, it's like I I think between I don't know the exact numbers because Shopify had had you know doesn't make them public, but we definitely know that over ten percent and you know perhaps closer to twenty percent of all of Shopify Plus uh, uses Shogun, and um, and then over one percent of all of Shopify and Shopify has what like you know six hundred seven hundred thousand users use Shogun, uh, you know, to, uh, to power their websites. And what we're going to be doing in 2019 is rolling out our analytics suite and our A-B testing suite. So you'll be able to test different versions of a page to see which one converts better for you. And so this type of optimization is what is routine for a lot of these, you know, e-commerce companies that are trying to find, you know, fine-tune their, their, their pages uh, for conversion. So we're very excited to unroll uh, that stuff at the start of next year. Yeah, I remember uh, Blair shared that with me at... You guys were talking about that months months ago, the A-B testing. Yeah, it's been in the works for a very long time. So right now, we're, you know, we're finally, finally finishing it up, as is often the case with software companies, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, um, and also, when you release something like A-B testing, you want to make sure that it works, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, <are> we uh, <laughs> test the testing. Exactly. Sure. So we've actually Shogun has been, um, you know, ever since our inception, we've been collecting data. Um, you know, when you sign up for Shogun, you you authorize Shogun um, to uh, permit certain data, mm-hmm. and we actually built our analytics suite um, months ago, and it's been running on websites, and we've been you know doing QA on it to make sure. Um, that our that our analytics are accurate, right, and that uh, that everything's running real smoothly, and so uh, so it's it's actually been running. People just haven't seen the user interface for it because we uh, haven't uh, released it. If that makes sense, does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, yeah. When are you not to get, lock you into a date? But you, do you have a time when you think you're going to be launching that stuff? And it might be around when this podcast comes out. Yeah, totally. My business partner, uh, Finn Barr, who's our you know our CEO, tech, technical CEO, uh, and uh, formerly an engineer, he's telling me January. So I would say February. <laughs> so I would say when this podcast comes out, the A/B testing will probably be live. Should be should be live by then. Are, yeah. you, are you rolling it out across the platform or just to a chosen few in the beginning? So we'll roll it out. We're in, it's initially going to be at the uh, on the top tier of Shogun. Okay. Um, so, uh, so, um, but, uh, but things like analytics, um, will be available on the salt, you know, on the, on the lower tiers. Absolutely. So I just want to kind of jump back into like what Shogun is and 
for any of our listeners to kind of really clarify it and why Electric Eye used it for some stuff. Shogun is a really powerful drag and drop page builder. Essentially, we were using it to create custom pages for our clients that allowed them to edit it really quickly and easily. Whereas in other ways, when we design landing pages or other custom stuff, I mean, it's 10 times more work, so a little bit more expensive to get in there and make it customizable through the standard Shopify theme settings. Uh, when you can just use Shogun and build it out in Shogun, and then it's, if you can update your Facebook profile picture, you can update the content on these pages. Exactly. And yeah, we, we partner with agencies. We ta- partner with you know, top agencies like Electric Eye. Um, BVXL, you know, we make websites. All the Columbus um, boys. Yeah, I think it's a um, a uh, you know, people always think, oh gosh, you know, isn't our you know, uh, uh, website builder and agencies, um, you know, d- isn't that kind of counter? And it's uh, it's actually couldn't be further from the truth. Oh yeah, like, it's yeah, it, uh, it's kind of akin to like, just because you have Photoshop doesn't make you a designer. Exactly. You know, you still yeah. have to go through it with some. Strategy and, and insight on how you want, how do you want to accomplish the goal that you're trying to accomplish on this web page? Exactly, you know. And for the big companies, they generally keep their agency on to continue work um, in Shogun and you know maintenance of that, you know, of that system and going as they go through design updates, etc. Yeah, I like um, to work but- smarter and not harder. And I don't want to update copy for you. <laughs> I want to show you how to do it. Exactly. But the cool thing for for those who are DIY who are on like a super tight budget, Shogun gives you that ability to you know to uh, do it yourself. Obviously, like it's gonna it's not magic. You're gonna have to put in the hours on um, on you know first of all if you've never built a website in a page builder, uh, you might take a, you know a couple of days to learn how to use the tool, um, get comfortable with it. Um, but you know from there, uh, you know going and um, Trying to learn some design principles and uh, and you know building uh, building out these pages. Obviously, we you know we give some pre-made page templates to start, mm-hmm. um, but um, but that's the cool thing about it is for those folks who are very very budget conscious and DIY. This is uh, you know this there's also an option there. The tinkerers. So I am budget yeah. conscious store owner. What what is the fee structure for Shogun? Yeah, so it is a monthly fee structure. Um, we have plans starting out as low as nineteen dollars per month. Um, they go up. Obviously, we you know custom. We have custom enterprise deals with some of our very largest clients. Um, but all of our all of our self serve plans, um, most of our self serve plans are under one hundred dollars. And again, they start off at um, at uh, at nineteen dollars, and I think the next one is up at uh, at um, thirty nine. Um, and we might actually be uh, combining those two into a lower price point. So um, the cool thing about that is everything. If you're a DIY person, everything that you need for building out all of your web pages, landing pages, blog pages, product pages, it's going to be on those lower tier plans. Um, you know, as you get up to the higher tier, that's where the, the fancier stuff starts to come in. Some of the you know the developer tools, the you know um, A/B testing will be on there to begin with. But if you're doing DIY, you can start right there. Now, some people, they're like, oh, I really don't want to pay every month, though. I don't want to be locked into this thing that I have to pay. Don't worry about it. You actually only have to pay for Shogun when you're using it. You can come in. Hey, if you can build your whole website in our 10-day free trial, you don't need to pay anything for it. Oh, right? boom. Yeah. Because, that's- yeah. Because okay, um, okay. when you uninstall Shogun, you keep your pages. Again, they are hosted by 
and served up by Shopify, not by us. That's awesome. No, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Now, now that is, there is, uh, I will say, most people they, uh, you know, that kind of they're like perfect, and then they they start using it, and then they realize I kind of have some changes I want to make to my website. You know, every month, so it ends up working out okay for us. But at least you offer uh, that. Yeah. Totally. totally. Yeah. We're our goal is always to be user friendly. So yeah. So as the co-founder, do you have any special discounts or deals that our listeners should know about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We absolutely do. We have um, a special one for uh, for folks that are fans of Electric Eye and this podcast. Uh, for 20% off any Shogun plan for life. So this will just knock off uh, 20% off of that price. And you can... I think I provided a link. Um, yep. But it's yeah, a special link. And so click that link. And then when you go and you, um, it'll still say the same price like in the Shopify app store. Don't let that scare you. When you click and install the app, then the plans page is going to come up in that install flow and you'll see your discount pricing reflected there. Yep. And I'll have that link in the show notes for anyone that's interested in trying it out with that discount. And I just remembered that we built like version 2.0 of Electric Eyes store because I don't know if anyone knows this, but Electric Eyes website is built on Shopify and we built version 2.0 with Shogun. That's right. That's how we we learned it. We're like, oh, we'll just build our website with it. Well, we are are honored to have you you as a client as well. Uh, Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, is there anything else that uh, you want to make sure that you let our listeners know? No, that's all. Um, You know, happy holidays. Uh, you know, take take this moment if you're somebody who's uh, you know, I, my my first entrepreneurial pursuit. I you know I started my agency. I ended up, I was working like two jobs for um for for two and a half years, uh, getting it off the ground, getting it to a point where it could support first my you know employees and um and other business partners and myself. Um, and so if you're somebody who's you know who's working two jobs, but you end up you know you got a little time over the holidays. Enjoy your time with family, but uh, stay on that grind and uh, and use some of that, you know, those days off to uh, to focus on your business and just come into 2019 super strong. Absolutely. Luckily, well, not luckily, I guess. So this is going to come out after that. So you just give them inspiration for the next holiday season. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Nick, I can't thank you enough. You had... A lot of awesome insights. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Really, really great to be a guest. Thanks. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing the truth. Links and more will be available in the show notes. If you found any actionable advice in this podcast that you'd like to apply to your business, please reach out at electriceye.io slash connect. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice.